atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for June 4th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. First, a quick recap of yesterday's show, and then we'll launch right into the news the network refused to use today. Yesterday, we talked about Confederate monuments toppled, damaged, burned a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. Was toppled from its pedestal, folks, uh, in Alabama Monday night. They're also working at destroying uh, and taking down a lot of these monuments in Virginia. I'm telling you, we're destroying our history, folks. It is a sad, sad day in America when we destroy our historical reality. Steve King, House Republican, lost his primary, so he's out. CBS News, Gail King, claims that white Americans are racist. Yeah, a bunch of guests on her show talking about that stuff. NBA legend Dennis Rodman, I don't agree with the guy much, but he's doing a good job. He calls out rioters for depraved behavior, says stop it. Amen. Good for you, Dennis. Republicans are seeking a site to relocate their, quote, convention. North Carolina wants to shut them down. They're going to go somewhere else. Where will it be? Time will tell. Amazon Delivery Driver does a phenomenal job. Stops to pray for a boy with a heart defect. They saw it on the, uh, what, doorbell cam kind of a thing, and we're just so impressed with the Amazon Delivery Driver, and I say amen. We need more prayer in this country. I'll tell you that right now. Peru Mayor, whacked out as all get out, <laughs> partying big time, gets caught partying, jumps into a coffin and plays dead. Uh, because the cops caught him partying after the lockdown. And anyway, Peru mayor, there you go. Man dies with extremely high blood alcohol content was listed as COVID death. Not even close to true. Numbers all over the map. Dishonest numbers everywhere. You can't trust what we're told at all. They're making this into a massive pandemic. Wrongfully so, folks. Is the virus real? I believe it is. Will it kill people? Yes, it can. Do we need to panic and ruin everything in our lives over it? We sure shouldn't, but we have, haven't we? Police, believe it or not, say Ivy League lawyers tried to hand out firebombs to arrested near the clashes in New York. So rioting, uh, continuing, continuing, continuing. And it's sad to say, I asked this question, will we have a, a violent riotous summer? I asked that on Friday before all this started, literally hours before it all started. Biden campaign staff caught financially supporting the Minnesota riots. Is the mainstream press going to tell you that? That the Biden campaign staff funding the riots? Who else is funding the riots? Where does the organization and the money, where does it all come from? How come no one's tracing and getting to the bottom of that, huh? Hour two. We have Becky Akers, our guest, well-known author on the radio with us. Uh, she has two books, Hailstorm, about Nathan Hale and abducting Arnold about Benedict Arnold. Check out the two new novels today. Search for them on the Internet. We talked about armed business owners turned back. Looters in California. That's good news. We talked about a Florida sheriff recommending 
that armed residents blow looters back out of their houses. Look, I'm not a violent guy, but I do believe in self-defense. That's what the Second Amendment's for, folks. Ex-Secret Service agent says riots are so sophisticated, they're sophisticated insurrections by Antifa. This is not a joke. This has to stop now. Right as rain. Police, believe it or not, now documented that stashes of bricks are staged near protests. They were to be used during the riots. They were brought there for sinister reasons. Amen to that. No charges will be filed against Omaha business owner who fatally shot a criminal violent thug. I'm sad the criminal violent thug got shot, but you know what? Don't break into properties. People don't do it. Law and order, ladies and gentlemen, is critical. Dateline Minneapolis. A failure of liberalism, says Pat Buchanan. He says the city's leaders let the city be gang raped by a criminal mob. And, you know, it's it, again, looting, destroying, just destruction everywhere. I, I agree. You know what? We've got to have a fine line. How do we be kind and follow the Prince of Peace, but be direct and saying we're not going to allow this to happen? Government has a, an obligation to protect citizens and stop the destruction of life, liberty, and property, right? Hope School Organization doing a phenomenal job highlighting the reality. Public schools are now blocking parents from withdrawing their children. It is no exaggeration to say that the future of public education itself is at stake. Now, they're just desperate at the government schools, the communist schools, folks, to keep your kids involved. But too many Americans are waking up and going, hey, we realize what a sham it's been. Wow. All right. Black billionaire calls for $14 trillion dollars to be allocated in reparations i'm talking about cash we are a society based on wealth aren't more world net daily with the peace they're literally advocating for reparations now becky acres who was with us kind of highlighted a very interesting point she says i'm for reparations but you got to dig back and prove the ancestral relationship of obligation and then you got to make those who are guilty pay not government pay and uh, those are, who are guilty generationally. Uh, and her point is that, you know what, that's impossible to do. There's no way to tie the present to the past in such an obligatory way. Uh, and I also mentioned that if that's the case, then we're going to take all the people that are on welfare over the last, you know, couple generations. And you're going to have to back out all those welfare payments. And if it turns out that a black ancestor, uh, you know, was abused or wronged, but yet we've rewarded that black ancestor's progenitors for some time via welfare, etc. The black people in the, those cases might end up owing money, right? What do they say? All's fair in love and war? I personally stand against reparations because I believe that, you know what, I've done nothing wrong. I don't know what my ancestors did, but I've done nothing wrong, and I certainly shouldn't have to pay the piper. Why should I, as the children of the children of the children, you know, need to pay? Where do the obligations end? Is it government that's responsible? Well, government's nothing more than we, the people, the taxpayers, right? Who's responsible here? And the answer, in my humble opinion, is to set aside the past and to say, you know what? Wrongs were committed, no doubt about it. Let's be wiser and more conscientious, and let's realize we're all God's children, and let's never let it repeat. That would be my recommendation. Let's move past all this in a meaningful way that bring people together, that find solutions, that move ahead in meaningful ways. Shall we? All right, that's a recap of yesterday's show. Still available online at libertyroundtable.com or lovingliberty.net. Now, lovingliberty.net is our syndicated radio network, and they literally, ladies and gentlemen, have uh, 
what do they call them, listen apps. You can download it for your Android or your iPhone and listen live and on demand at your fingertips. You can listen online live and on demand. LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, would you please? Without further ado, news that I refuse to use starts now. Kirk Crosby's with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. Tell me how many news reports you've seen that are mentioning this. You ready, Kurt? An autopsy yes, report sir. shows that George Floyd had the coronavirus. They say that he was asymptomatic when he died while in the custody of the Minneapolis uh, Police Department. Floyd first tested part uh, positive April 3rd, the medical examiner said. Um, did you know that George Floyd had the coronavirus, Kurt? I've only seen it to answer your question in one report, uh, Sam, uh, from something called The Star. Um, it it was headlined on Drudge uh, today, you know, in, in their group of, you know, headlines on the top. That's the only place I've seen it the whole time. Well, good for The Star, it, good uh, for Drudge, good for the few know. people reporting it. But this is completely relevant, Kurt, because this is the one case where they're not going to say he died because of the coronavirus, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, now this is interesting. They take some of that government money for it. You know, they claim that he died uh, because the the pressure on the neck, and you know what? That may be true. I don't know how he died. I don't know if it was underlying conditions. I don't know if it was the coronavirus. I don't know if it was drugs and alcohol, and or a combination thereof. You know, I don't know. But to me, that does not minimize the abuse of the cop. Uh, the cop was out of control. You should never be kneeling on somebody's neck for over eight minutes, especially when they're begging for mercy and they're already down and they're already handcuffed. They're no threat to anybody. This violence, regardless of how George died, needs to stop. Now, they say they upped the charges uh, and added the other police officers that were there to the mix in terms of charges as well, which I think is a good thing. Again, Kurt, we need to stop this kind of abuse. Okay, I'm not defending the cops here at all. I do defend the cops a lot of the time, more than most people, though, because I say, you know, usually we don't know the whole story, and usually sometimes force is necessary. But excessive force on video for eight long minutes when the guy's not a threat to anybody just doesn't make sense to me. But I do find it interesting that out of all the media reporting about this George Floyd guy, an autopsy report now shows that George Floyd had the coronavirus but was asymptomatic when he died while in the custody of the Minneapolis Police Department. And Floyd first tested positive on April 3rd, which means they knew, they've known about this, Kurt, the whole time. Not a single word. In my mind, that erodes trust in the media big time. Because you wonder, Kurt, was they leaving that little tidbit out? Um, you kind of wonder, did that foment the riots? Now, I'm not saying that the violence is any less abusive from the cop. I'm just saying... It muddies the water quite a bit on this, doesn't it? But the mainstream press press completely left this out. Wow. By the way, they had a GoFundMe for George Floyd. Yeah, got a bunch of bucks. We'll tell you about it in seconds on your radio. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. 
After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since this. you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, back in the house, Brian Russ, RussCunningGift.com. Welcome, my brother. Thank you very much. Glad to be with you guys. Hey, man, they created a GoFundMe for this George Floyd guy. Of course, he's dead. He doesn't need a GoFundMe. They created one anyway. It's over $10 million. You want to respond to that, Brian? Well, I, you know, I think that... Uh... You know, their cause, the cause of, of uh, the brutality and maybe to bless the, the family and so on, that, yeah, yeah, 10 million. The, the, the one issue, and I don't mean to be negative on this aspect, but are we going to see copycat things like this to where maybe they feel like, you know, that, that the, you know, those living in, in poverty and so on will say, hey, maybe I can get my family this, even though I'm going out, I'm going to leave a legacy to my family. I don't know because, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Kurt, you want to respond? Over $10 million, sir. Well, you know, see, Sam, I think part of this uh, is, uh, you know, and I personally enjoy the fact that it's a private thing. It's not, at least in this case, uh, no government's, uh, you know, forcing you to participate. And people can do it at their own free will. Uh, But what you have here is at least, I think, more of this whole thing, uh, you know, where people say, oh, man, I'm so sorry that I'm a white person, uh, you know, and uh, I mean, recognizing this idea that says, hey, there's this uh, white privilege, um, you know, and yet you see these uh, great gentlemen like uh, Ben Carson and Sheriff David A. Clark, um, you know, so many others that we're aware of that, hey, it's 
it's just not the case in their uh, their life and yet uh, you know the media and the standard um, well insiders or the uh, uh, criminals that want to take advantage of this so-called race war um, you know constantly push this idea that there are uh, there's no opportunity for certain people. You know? Yeah, and I agree completely with the volunteer thing as opposed to force as opposed to forced government funding. I agree with you completely, Kurt. And people have the right to raise money for what they want to. I'm just surprised it's over ten million. But I wonder, you know, if a lot of people knew that he had the coronavirus and it's possible that he died from that, if they knew that he was on drugs and alcohol and that it was possible that he died from that and you know, these kind of things. That doesn't in my mind decrease the abuse the cop measured out, which is wrong and needs to stop. We all agree there. Okay, and we all agree that you know what race—if it's—if if racial, uh, you know, actions or abuse or hatred from one to another is happening, you know what we need to do our best to change that without a doubt. Okay, so I'm not defending racism and I'm not defending uh, the abuse the cop measured out in any way. But I am saying if people knew the truth about uh, this George guy a little bit more, and if people kind of understood, I wonder if they'd be donating uh, near as much if they realize that there's a good likelihood that he died from a combination of things and a lot of things related to other issues, such as drugs and alcohol, such as possibly the coronavirus, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe a lot of the people, if they knew he died and had the coronavirus, might not be willing to riot. You know, when you do rioting and you get so close to one another and then they, you know, pump tear gas and or whatever into the to the streets to try to get the people to disperse. That makes you cough and spread the virus even more. And now there's big concerns about that. So all I'm saying is transparency and reporting matters and it might have an effect on how people view these things. And we might have less riots uh, if they didn't, you know, propagandize this so much and turn it into a, quote, political racial divide, which I think is criminal to um I don't know what you want to say. Exploit that divide in the media, which is even if the divide's there and even if there are real issues here, which I think there are, um, to exploit them and to turn them into a greater issue. You know what? People are dying and property's being destroyed. And to some degree, I believe that those who are engaging in this for finances or fame or for headlines or for whatever, the reason I condemn that and say, you know what? Um, You don't want to be adding fuel to that fire. You don't want to be because you to some degree, have a responsibility there, uh, in my humble opinion. So we need to be very careful. I'm not trying to dismiss the serious issues here, but I'm also trying not to be the guy that fans the flames or foments the divide either. All right, Brian, what's gold sitting at, buddy? Honest Money Report. Uh, gold sitting at $1,718.10. $1,718.10. That's up a bit, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, moved up a little bit. It was um, we go back to May twenty first. We were at seventeen thirty seven, so it's come down a little from that. But it's, oh, down a little bit. Okay. All right. What's silver at? Uh, silver's at seventeen eighty eight. So All right. See, they're both seventeen. Um, you know. By the way, uh, uh, what's the all time high for gold? Uh, gold was pushing 2000 towards 2000 Okay. And when was that? I mean, you know, Near about... 2000 Kurt. At yeah, 2000 So 2000 at 2000 Well, uh, back in 08, uh, we were 08. pushing that. Uh, yeah, in the 80s, okay. in the 80s we, were, we were, the Hog Brothers jumped in and tried to corner that market, and it, it climbed. 
So yeah, that was when the I'm silver was silver was up in the forty fifty dollar range, right? Yeah. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. There Very you go. Good. All right. Anyway, so George Floyd GoFundMe tops ten million. Just a little more on that one, Sam. Yeah. Uh, looks, you know, and I love this idea that it's uh, private, you know, and these uh, private people seeing a need, uh, you know, have jumped in, I guess, more than 391,000 donors. I mean, you know, you're talking a bunch of people that have participated and... Uh, you know, the goal, the page's goal was 1.5 million. Uh, they said they wanted to establish it to cover funeral and burial expenses, mental and grief counseling, lodging and travel uh, for all court proceedings, and to assist our family in the days to come as we continue to seek justice for George. A portion of these funds will also go to the estate of George Floyd for the benefit and care of his children and their educational fund. So, well, there ought to be... There ought to be funds for that. I I don't know if they'll be able to cover all the. Court well, like stuff, I say, I'm I mean, fine. You know. I'm fine with the funds in the private sector, and I'm glad people are doing it in the private thing. And I love the GoFundMe idea. I'm a little concerned when the people don't have the truth about George, though, and we're peddling kind of a one-trick pony, which is, hey, he was racially abused. It was all racial, and he died for sure because the abuse of the cops. So it's anti-cop, and it foments the race war which i'm really against you know these cops might have been over aggressive uh, when i say might have been again i don't know the whole story i just see the video and to me it looks way aggressive to me it seems way over the top eight minutes and 46 seconds with the guy's begging for mercy on the ground with handcuffs to me it's way over the top okay but i, I you know i don't know that there's a racial component here kurt they might have done this to a white guy too who knows what happened pre the video that we see how much agitation went on, how much heat. Now, I'm not justifying the cop's position, but I'm saying I don't know that it's a black issue. You'd say, well, Sam, the cops are white. He's black. Of course it is. Yeah, but what if you had black cops and a white dude? Okay, would they be saying the same thing? All I'm saying is they're making a mountain out of a molehill on race with this thing. Were the cops too aggressive? Yes. But were they too aggressive because he's black? And so far, Kurt, we don't have any real proof of that, do we, Brian? No, that's exactly right. I think you're right on. Uh, you know, and, and well, and and that's what I think. Some of the, you know the press and so on that are pushing some of this thing, and and uh, then then you know people get well, and those wanting to get out of their situations and their communities and so on are uplifted, and they want to destroy something because hey, this is great. Gives us a, a, a voice and a stand to go in and destroy other people's property and destroy because of that. Let's, let's blame it on that. It just, See, and I, I'm just saying they're exploiting this narrative without without real facts, though. Can we say for sure, yeah. Kurt, have you seen in yeah. any media a justification that this was for sure hate-filled for blacks and racially driven? Or was this just cops uh. who are over the top and aggressive? When I get pulled over by the cops, and I'm a passenger, passenger, and I have a question or two for the cops, they're hostile to me, Kurt. Well, Sam, uh, you know, you're you're forgetting the point that uh, our buddy James uh, Edwards always points out, and that is that uh, if you're a white guy, you're just a racist. It's just how it works, Sam. I mean, yeah, and that's my point that is that how many people that are dying in these riots and how much property is destroyed because we continue to exploit that divisive narrative? See, that, that's the right. point that I'm getting on. I'm not saying that any of that's okay or I'm not defending the cops' positions. Look, the cops are out of control and wrong, and racial um, 
hatred or racial divide or whatever is evil and people need to repent. I agree completely with that. But I'm saying when do we say, though, that it's being exploited without real direct evidence? But as far as I understand, the cops didn't say we hated him because he's black, so we killed him. None of those things are going on. Okay, so all I'm telling you is it's a made-up speculative narrative at the least. And then I bring it up, and they're going to go, you must be some kind of a race support. Or, you know, you must just be kind of back in the white supremacist people or something. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Where's the evidence that this is completely racially driven? Hey, when was the last time you went to the dentist, Brian? Nope. What was that? When was the last time you went to the dentist? I, I know I sound like I'm off the rails. A week there. ago. Oh, man. Hopefully you avoided the fee. How about you, Kurt? We'll talk about it. Hang tight. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Literally millions of babies lose their lives every day to the murderous intentions of abortion. We don't blink an eye in America, ladies and gentlemen. We just smile and go, hey, it's an essential service in the COVID, you know. Then we got literally shootings in Chicago every day. And in some of the big cities in America, they're literally like war zones. Those murders every day via guns and etc. I don't seem to be worried about. You got drug cartels on the border and sex trafficking and drug trafficking and murders and heavy violence. That's ignored all day long. You got drug overdoses uh, to the millions going on. Hundreds every day, to say the least. That's ignored. Traffic accident. That's ignored. But the one life of George Floyd seems to be talked about literally wall-to-wall coverage for days on end, and every time the racial factor is just highlighted and promoted to the hilt. How much is the media responsible for the riots, for the property destruction, for the needless deaths, for the hatred towards the police that results? I'm not justifying what the cops did here. But I am saying, how far do you take this, folks? And who becomes responsible and guilty for what in their role in it? It's an honest, fair, open question, folks. All right. um, So you went to the dentist a week ago. Do they have this special fee on there for you, Brian? Now they say uh, that new fee on your dental bill. You say what? Dentists are now tacking on what they call an infection control fee, sir. And uh, that'll cover the rising expenses from the pandemic, sir. Uh, I went to the dentist, but uh, no, I didn't. In fact, this dentist was very nice. As, uh, uh, he got me in, went right away. I had a crown pull off from I was eating saltwater taffy at my son's up in Wyoming. Actually, there you and, go. <laughs> uh, crown came off, and my son called his uh, neighbor, who uh, in, in his bishopric in, in the ward there, and said, "Hey, my dad." And the guy said, "Here, let's get him right in here. I'll, I'll make time for him." And he. A uh, very small fee, which was awesome. I bought him a gift certificate and gave to his family for helping us out so graciously. But yeah, you no, should have given him some of those twenty twenty silver eagle silver dollars, buddy. <laughs> I Come on, didn't carry enough of those. I didn't have. I should have. I blew it. All right. What do you, What do you say though, Kurt? They, they got a, literally a new fee for dentists that people are complaining about. It's called an infection control fee, sir. 
Well, yeah, I think we're all going to have that uh, pretty soon. You know, we got uh, sewers all filled up with all these ICFs. different wipes that they've got to stick in there. And, and then what's so amazing to me is about all this uh, alcohol that's, uh, you know, people are using to so-called clean, you know, things up and uh you know, putting all that alcohol in your skin and things like that. I, I'm just thinking, man, it's it's rough enough when people want to put alcohol inside them and then they put it all over on the outside. I, I'm just thinking, man, we're we're in trouble there. Uh, but uh, you just need to start I, a distillery, buddy, if you want to get in on the game, bro. Well, I guess uh, you know that Kirk Cosby uh, could do like the honey smooth. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Get that honey going. <laughs> Heck yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Goes down smooth. And, you know, there you go. But I just find that dental fee kind of interesting. I, you know, Again, I just don't know with the economy the way it is that you ought to just be adding extra fees to people right now. I get that, you know, there's expenses, but come on. Well, one thing I will say, at least knowing a dental uh, dentist uh, pretty closely our oldest son happens to be a dentist and he's also a owner of a practice and all that kind of stuff and man they they were hit pretty hard uh you know simply because of course uh they're told by so many governments that they had to shut down and i think many of them at least that are able to have some of their doors open and and uh, deal with kind of uh having to walk around with a mask and all this other stuff on uh they're glad to at least have some business before they're completely put out on the streets yeah i hear that having little signs that says we'll work for food you know yeah we'll work for food as long as you stay the heck away social distancing you fool all right um so the chicken folks are in trouble too did you see this chicken industry executives charged with price fixing writes the new york times that's why your chicken's so expensive there brian (laughs) <laughs> the golden goose, huh? They've uh, raised the prices. Yeah, they got uh, a big old lawsuit going down. They say that the you know big chicken manufacturers got together and you know ripped everybody off. It's been going on for a long time now, from 2011 to 2017, and it's got to stop. And you know, no price fixing going on. But I look at that and I say, doesn't the government price fix with minimum wages? Yeah. Hey, how stupid am I, right? Chicken folks can't do it, but the government wage people can. You know, it's really interesting how that all works. Um, there you have it. All right, there's an ex-UAW employee. He's like a president, a former president of the union there, Kurt. His name is Gary Jones, and he now pleads guilty to embezzling funds. A bunch of people are going down at the union over this, and that's a big old fiasco. The union rank and file were ripped off by the leadership, sir. Yeah, wow. But you're really shocked, shocked that there's uh, problems in those uh, big unions, yeah. Sam. I mean, uh, we, we've we never seen them have any, uh, you know, nefarious activity there before. Hey, do you got your human tracking app installed yet, Kurt? I thought mine just came standard uh, with the Well, they're phone, working on that. It's not out as yet. As far as I know. You're supposed oh, to get okay. one in the meantime and bridge the gap, my friend. Oh, okay. You're supposed to kind of help them track right early, there. Brian. That's right. <laughs> yeah, track early, track I'm, often. I'm waiting in line to get mine. No. <laughs> no. And and on the heels of this tracking, though, folks, really is the mandatory vaccination discussion. 
Mm-hmm. All right. That's really going on. They're talking about, well, they won't force you to take the vaccine, but here's the deal. They'll force you to have a vaccine <clears throat> card that you've taken the vaccines in order to attend school or work, et cetera, Brian. Yeah, well, there, there again, another another regulation that we uh, we all got to stand in line for, or or, or we're in trouble. And so, will you accept the mandatory vaccination? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I would. What about you, Kurt? What if they send the military to your house, buddy? Man, I'll tell you what, Sam. It's uh, interesting times we live in. Uh, I heard uh, Michael Savage comment about this. He was like, Savage. I'm, I'm not taking any of this. Uh, you know, I'm going to head for the hills. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, wow, Michael Savage living there in San Francisco. And he's, you know, thinking like that. I, you know, we've seen headlines where they say 50% of Americans are ready for the jab, you know, the vaccine. And, and that, to me, says at least maybe 50% aren't. And uh, so I'm hoping that uh, those the pro-choice crowd, you know, that wants to, you know, let you choose to kill a baby. Uh, and as far as I know, there's like a thousand of them a day. I think you said a million. But uh, as far as I know, in America, it's about a thousand babies die a day. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I'm not saying a million hoping. babies die a day of that. What I'm saying is that there's just millions and millions and millions of babies dead over a long track record of history. And there's hundreds, possibly thousands that die every day from all kinds of things, whether it's it's gunshots and violence in the streets, whether it's abortions, whether it's auto accidents, whether it's and we ignore all that and don't really worry about that death. But yet the, the George, you know, death is so vital. You got to focus on it for weeks is kind of my point. You're right. There's not millions dying from abortion Good every day, point. unless you count every single, you know, uh, government entity in the world, and then it gets pretty close. Very well, good. You know, one, and yet, uh, one, one, no outcry. One thing, Sam, though, you know, if I guess if we don't, if we don't stand up and go out and kind of uh, protest and burn cars and 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 raise our voice. You know, the abortions are happening and destroy all this stuff so we can get media and attention and all that because of our cause, then then it, it falls on a deaf ear, maybe. I, maybe that's what we're, we're doing wrong, huh? Well, it's a good point. Kurt? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if you really want to get some activity, uh, get your friends to roll a cop car and start it on fire. And no, blowing don't, it up do every, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Good point, Sam. I, I know uh, what you're saying, you know, but I don't but, want anybody to take this out of context. Isn't it amazing how, you know, friends of ours, you know, like Ammon Bundy and others, uh, I mean, they they uh, uh, protested at that, uh, you know, uh, place up in Oregon. And, oh, everybody's thinking, man, those guys are real criminals. As far as I know, there was no burning, no looting, no, uh, none of that went on in at fact, all. As far as I understand, they did quite I a bit mean, to clean up the refuge, too, Kurt, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, and yet, uh, you know. These other, uh, you know, so-called protests, I mean, what, they burned a whole police, uh, uh, you know, station. Yeah, it's so uh, bad. There's a new hashtag called Buildings Matter, to make your point, Kurt. I mean, it's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of crazy, man, some folks are hanging out down there in San Leandro, California, man. Um, And these guys are having a fun phenomenal opportunity for the looting spree. Kurt will tell you about it. Nothing like, you know, you heard of shopping sprees as a kid. Nowadays, looting sprees are the way they go. Kurt's got details in seconds.
liberty is not free. Its costs are innumerable. Without monetary funding, the valiant efforts of freedom-loving Americans become diminished or outright defeated. We present a solution, the Give Me Liberty Fund. The plan is quite simple. Invite individual Americans to contribute less than a dollar a day. These monetary funds are used to promote liberty-minded media, organizations, events, candidates, movements, and speakers. In the spirit of transparency, all expenditures are published. Patriotic business owners provide discounted products and services to Give Me Liberty Fund members. Our greatest strength is in numbers. Go to GiveMeLibertyFund.com and become part of the solution today. GiveMeLibertyFund.com Participate in the peaceful restoration of the greatest and freest country in the world. Kosher. Certified. Put the two words together to get co-certified, which is spelled with an S-E-H instead of just S-H. It's the right way to spell this, the German way, and it made it easier to trademark. Now, did I tell you that the letters S-C-H still make the shh sound, as in all those American food producers saying, shh, let's keep it really quiet that our product is kosher certified. Think about it. Nearly one century of kosher certification, and hardly anyone outside exclusive observers knows that most packaged food and kitchen products are literally certified by religious intermediaries. Well, because you, consumer, are indirectly paying for this, the Co-Certified app is here to make kosher certification awareness an inclusive matter for people of all faiths and identities, and it even boasts a unique database of products not kosher certified. We call that NKC. Start memeing it. It's fun. NKC, not kosher certified. Now to confuse our audience even more, we put a question mark at the end of our name, and that really cinched our trademark approval. It relates to the website where you can begin your new shopping behavior, thekosherquestion.com. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, Kurt, they're in San Leandro, California. That's Northern California. They're on a looting spree, my friend. Well, uh, yeah. Um, Here's the headline for you, uh, Brian and... uh, well, it says more than 70 cars stolen from San Leandro Dodge dealership during looting spree. Um, do you know what a Hellcat is, uh, Brian or Sam? Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't know that, Kurt? What's okay. wrong with you? I, I just was out of touch. But apparently there's yes, these uh, cars called Hellcats. Uh, they they say their ultra-powerful engine makes a... It a one-trick pony, but it has nearly 800 horsepower, uh, which means you'll have ultimate bragging rights. Uh, anyway, a, a bunch of these were, I guess, Hellcats. Uh, now, you know, you'd think the dealership would have had things secured, but and you'd be right because they uh, they had all their chains up, and then they had uh, cars parked at the lot on the exits, but uh, a they said that uh, the uh, looters started ramming and ramming until they could get out. They took out chains and fence posts. It was a very malicious and act. And cops uh, were nowhere to be found, buddy. Uh, that's right. The looters first, they say, swarmed the Marina Square shopping center. Then hundreds of people converged on a Dodge dealership just across the street. 
said the lieutenant ted henderson says uh, i don't know if this was just a moment of opportunity for some of those individuals or was a precise plan of operation well let like me give Ocean's you a little hint have you ever been to a car dealership kurt uh yes i've been there and have you been to one brian yes Whenever I look at a car, man, the keys aren't in it, and then they, uh, I got to get the salesman, and then he's got to go in, and then he's like, hey, Larry took this car out a week ago, and I ain't finding the key. Hold on. And they're all looking around for the keys for 30 minutes. Isn't that how it works for you every time? Yeah. They don't just go, hey, man, start all them cars up at once, and let's have a Pinewood Derby going on. Okay, it isn't like that, people. So I don't know what's it, going on here, but I don't believe we're getting says, the whole story, man. It says thieves broke into the showroom, got the lockbox open, and took the car keys, hitting alarm buttons to see what key went yeah, with which so car. So let me just stop you there. So you got these hundreds of people converging on this place. You've got a middle of a riot going on. You've got people breaking into the office, turning on the lights, busting open the lockbox, pressing alarms everywhere, and the cops are just like, nowhere to be found, man. We're down at the donut shop. I mean, I don't get it. What the heck they is say, going uh, on police, here, Sheriff? Police say they've recovered at least 15 cars, some in the Bay Area and some 150 miles away in Kings County. Many have been chopped for parts. Yes, you know where they need to look, uh, where they need to look towards new york man as far as i understand a bunch of nick new york city looters buddy they're rolling up in some pretty nice rides too aren't they kurt that's a good point sam uh you know i didn't know they had a three hundred fifty thousand dollar rolls royce uh but anyway i guess um these new york city looters they come in uh you know uh pretty good digs uh the headline says new york city looters pull up in three hundred fifty thousand dollar rolls royce to ransack store um, now they got the bad yeah. cars the rolls royces man they need to be on the west coast and get the hellcats you know what i'm talking about come on <laughs> i guess so I mean, I look at this and I go, what on earth is happening here, folks? There's a certain kind of Rolls Royce. It's called the Cullinan. I didn't know about that. But anyway, it's got a starting price of 333000 But its price is delivered regularly stretches, they say, beyond the, uh, they say far beyond the 350000 mark. Just in case you're wondering about that, Sam, you know. Isn't that the, isn't isn't that a tax for or, you know a welfare program where they give those out and then there's a big tax kickback to the to the company? You know, I think well, yeah, you got Obama phones and Obama Rolls Royces. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, That's what you right. need is you need Trump to upstage Obama, so Obama only did phones. The Donald could do rolls, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You can roll up in your yeah. rolls. Every American would be prosperous, baby. Wow. Hey, Kurt, you think your $100 an hour minimum wage is, you know, just give everybody a, a coronavirus Rolls-Royce bonus, buddy. We all millionaires, baby. But would you choose a Rolls-Royce or a Hellcat? That sure is a tough question, Sam. Well, what do you think, Brian? Hellcat, Rolls-Royce? What do you, what do you, you know? Well, it's a Hellcat. They're fast. They're fast car, but you're paying. Maybe, you, maybe some of those people live in those Rolls-Royce, a little bigger, a little, you know, maybe the bed, or the cat that 
the back seat That's right. kind of makes into a bad little... Hey, don't tell Kurt about that. He'll upgrade his vans to a Rolls Royce, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Good point. I'm just saying, wow. I just look at this stuff and I don't understand it, though. Look, how do you really go into a car dealership and do all that? You're walking outside with all these keys, pressing all these alarms to find which car goes to which keys, and then everybody's jumping in these vehicles and ramming you know, things and destroying property, and, and the cops just are nowhere to be found? Where are they at? Trying to stop people from stealing the liquor store? I don't get it. Where are all these police officers? They're protesting. See, they're protesting down by the Capitol building, and so that they've got to block the streets, and they've tied up all the, the you know, it was a planned event. So we'll, there you go. You Tie up all them cops, man, and yeah. abuse them because yeah. they're not jumping down on their knees in solidarity while you go ahead yeah. and just pillage and plunder the car dealership down there. Yep. I mean, and then they're going to go, hey, Kurt, will you accept the mandatory vaccination, my friend? The one thing <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> oh, my. one thing, Sam, it looks like uh, on some of those cars that they got back when they didn't have the uh, engine seat, they will be a lot more environmentally friendly, though. You Heck, know yeah, I mean? the environmentalists will be loving it. You got a Hellcat with no hell in it, huh? That's no engine. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. It's just a docile cat now there now. Maybe the environmentalists could push, Kurt, and bring those cars back. To hey, the Kurt, that's right. That's right. Hey, Kurt, point. If possibly yes, you could create some kind of uh, fuel made out of honey. See now, but yes, that's, sir. It would be like rocket fuel for these vehicles, my friend. You'd go mm-hmm. like 100 miles on Sweet. a teaspoon or something like that. <laughs> that's right. Heck, yeah. yeah. Hey, they call it disgusting. Horrible. Kurt, I guess a professor is now trying to explain how to destroy the Washington Monument. Did you see this? I mean, these people are nuts. Well, yeah, Sam. I mean, I'm just shocked, but uh, I almost Why are you shocked? shocked Those professors in the government schools uh, have been whacked out for so long, it doesn't shock me a bit. Yeah, I mean, imagine. Uh, in this case, it's WorldNet Daily Peace, and uh, I guess the guys, you know, I mean, so you're a professor, so you get that tenure thing, Sam. So Yeah, which, which means you can't be fired, you can't but you got the cash rolling in. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this guy, he's a professor, is taken to Twitter uh, and, uh, you know, basically suggesting uh he says, uh, of course, this is all entirely hypothetical. Uh, it's a Guggenheim fellow at the University of Alabama. Uh, Sarah Parkak is her name. Also, please do not pull down Washington Monument. Uh, it says, uh, we have seen a lot of disgusting, repugnant tweets and threads on Twitter, especially with the riots. But this thread from the professor named Sarah Parsak, uh, giving very specific details on how to destroy the Washington Monument, is a humdinger of horrible. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I, I thought I'd almost heard of any, everything. She says she's an Egyptologist. Uh, she's worked in Egypt for 20 years, and she knows a lot about ancient Egyptian architecture, uh, how to you know how this gravity thing works and so she gives them uh, suggestions uh, they want to use chains not rope uh etc and, and, uh, and all you gotta do to is pull just, down the you gotta pull a little not try to just pull it all at once you gotta pull and then stop and pull and stop and create this rocking motion until that sucker comes right on tumbling maybe down. that's where you use those hellcats you know, uh, right. now you're uh, talking man and then what you do is after I mean, the hellcats well, sink those suckers down you load up in your rolls royce to deceive the cops and you're on your way 
Well, maybe that's Boy. it. They got they got a hundred hundred Hellcats, and they're and they give an assignment in that vehicle to go. This is your assignment. This one. Yes, this is it is. Wow. All right, I want to end with Brian and Kurt on a good news point for the hour, shall we? Sure. Now, <clears throat> Brian made an idea, this idea that hey, you know, the cops are out trying to take care of business elsewhere, and they were intentionally distracted, which is probably true. But I guess these North Carolina police are doing a pretty good job in spite of it all, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's right, Sam. Uh, In this case, um, there were 60 of them, um, and they decided to kneel down before the demonstrators. You know, I was kind of hoping, that's what it says, headline, tense protest turns emotional. As 60 North Carolina police kneel before demonstrators, I was kind of hoping they'd say something like, and they prayed all together and, you know, uh, I mean, uh, there were, according to the story, uh, people hugging and, you know, that kind of stuff. I I don't think they were doing that social distancing thing, you know. But uh, they say police in Fayetteville, North Carolina, made this surprising move during a tense standoff with protesters seeking justice. Uh, All 60-plus officers knelt before the marchers. Uh, Video of the moment has been moved, viewed more than 14,000 times on Twitter, uh, got a bunch of reactions. Um, as a show of understanding the pain that's in our community and our nation regarding equality, uh, the Fayetteville Police Department took a knee to show that we also stand for justice for everyone. Uh, we are committed to listening and treating everyone with dignity and respect. Witnesses say some officers have protested protesters responded to the move with tears uh the protesters first got mad when asked to step back but once the officers knelt down it was on men and women like started crying and then cautiously came forward toward the police officers to shake their hands uh not even needing to use any of the special wipes or anything these are moments that will go down into history and will be taught to future generations the story says the three-hour march uh ended when the officers knelt with hugs and handshakes between the officers and protesters according to wtvd and i think that's the whole reason we need to really highlight the difference between these protesters and these criminals and we need to open dialogue. And I, we all agree the cops need to learn de-escalation training and mellow out a little bit and stop this. And if there's a racial component, we need to really drill into that and have people repent. But let's not exploit it and let's not make it worse. Let's highlight these tense protests turning emotional when 60 North Carolina police officers kneel before demonstrators. Now, I don't think you should kneel before them. It's not a worship scenario. But I think you got to kneel with demonstrators and i think you gotta kneel and pray to god and pray for forgiveness and uh, repent and change and 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 we need to realize who we are and what we're doing here and really have a self assessment and say you know what we want to spend our time making the world a better place brian yeah you're you're right on sam i, I agree 100 percent. i mean it's, it's getting back to god uh given principles and prayer and and brotherly love, and that's the that's the push the media ought to be pushing. We ought to be seeing that all the time. 
so we could teach our kids. And, and those that are uneducated might be able to bring their kids and see, see some of that same stuff. All right. Uh, my advice to Brian is he puts a bunch of those 2020 Silver Eagle Silver Dollars in his Hellcat or his Rolls Royce, whichever he chooses to uh, commandeer. No, I'm just kidding. He's not coming. Well, what, I'm going to have a wagon. I'm going to walk down to the wagon. I'm going to be just tossing like a parade. I'm going to be tossing. Now you're with, talking. With, with, yeah, a good message. God, pray and have one of these. Wow, Brian. Thank you so much, sir. Godspeed. All right. Thanks, guys. RustCoinandGift.com, ladies and gentlemen, doing a phenomenal job on your radio. As always, spread the word, tell the tale. For Sam and Kurt, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will preserve our nation. God save the Republic of the United States of America.